Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. As, a, as Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna, Iowa presents the Kyoto Eagles. We are on with Coach Stout. Uh, it's been an excellent uh, first uh, part of the season. What's the record, the team record now? Oh, we're eight and two now. Uh, six and one in the conference, I believe. Well, that is a outstanding, out, outstanding season you, you've got going so far. Well, take us through the season. Uh, uh, I think the Wiser Musk team was the first game, and then uh, uh, they turned out to have a pr- having a pretty great season too. But you were able to get past them and several other great teams. So, yeah, I think L and M was a was a really good test for us. And like you said, they they've competed really well in a in a tough. Um, Super conference down there, so so that was ended up being a, a very good win for us early on. Uh, we were able to go through our our east side of the um, South Iowa Cedar League um, without taking a loss, so that was good. Um, Bell Plain, the other team that's only got that had one loss on our side, um, you know, did a pretty good job of beating everybody else too. So you know, it was nice to see we were able to accomplish that. Um, we had two setbacks, obviously the Waco Warriors who. They just have a great ball club together right now. And Melinville Soli, who's undefeated also. So our two losses are to two undefeated teams, um, highly ranked teams. And and I thought we competed really well against Linville Soli. We basically lost to them in a five-minute stretch in the second quarter where we just couldn't we couldn't um, get the ball to go in the basket and we couldn't take care of it. So, you know, early on, I think for the first half of the season, I know our kids always have a goal of not losing at all, which, you know, is a great – thing with the program I think we've established that that's what the kids expect and but I think you know overall from where we were at last year to this year playing a lot of the same kids that you know we've definitely seen seen improvement and and we've gotten better we've had a lot of games uh you know and uh in basketball once in a while you're you're just not gonna shoot good all the time and you're gonna go through some stretches where you don't and plus there's been a lot of flu and uh so little probably some injuries and things and travel and multiple games makes it all kind of difficult to achieve that that perfect status but you've only lost to you know basically top three four teams in the state you know and uh uh you played pretty well with them uh particularly Linville Sully uh uh but you guys got a lot of great shooters and uh uh I think that's one of the things you do you attack the basketball really well uh tell us about when things are going right uh uh who's well you know, uh, who, who are the leaders of this team? Well, right now, Sawyer Stout's leading us in scoring. I think he's scoring about 17 points a game. Uh, Cole Kindred, our starting point guards, I think in there about 12 or 13 points a game. Um, Evan Vitito is kind of our, our mainstay on the inside. Um, he's averaging eight to nine points a game. Uh, Billy Kindred, a sophomore, um, averaging five to six points a game right now. But I think his biggest asset is he's really helped us on the rebounding aspect of things. Um Aiden Anderson, our starting forwards, about four or five points a game. Dalton Dodd, who got injured in the Waco game, is just, you know, here over Christmas break, started practicing again from his broken finger. Um, You know, those guys kind of split time at that power forward position for us, and they pick up about seven or eight points a game between the two of them, Um, some rebounds, some assists. But I think one of the things that you like to talk about is what makes things go well for us. I think when we're passing the ball, um, moving it on offense, um, and everybody's touching it. Everybody's getting a chance to feel the ball, you know, go in their hands and get a chance to shoot. I think that's what makes us makes us really go around. And then, and then our depth has been really good for us here early on. I know Aiden McGuire has been coming off the bench playing really well. Um, 
Chase Sears come off the bench and had some had some big games. Yeah, I know he had a double digit game one of the games there, and Tanner Waterhouse getting a little more time, and Chase Hayfley. You know, so we're trying to run a lot of guys. Unfortunately, Connor Strand, um, a VGM on the 19th of December, hurt his foot, and here over break, we have not uh, not been able to find out what exactly is wrong with it. Um, he still hobbled up a little bit, so we're hoping to get that taken care of here in the first part of the year and, and see what see if when he can get back and help us out. Because, like you said earlier, you're going to have injuries through the season. Um, one of the biggest things I guess I always talk to my kids about is every single night out, you're not always going to shoot the ball well. Um, so you got to make sure you do the other things. You got to rebound. You got to play defense. You got to pass the ball because there's always nights where you're not going to where you don't make baskets. And that was kind of what happened against BGM in the first quarter. We couldn't make a shot, and we're down 11 to 10. But we we started to do the other little things better, and then that that got our offense going. And and that's one of those things where I think that's something the kids really have to focus in on and and get things going because because we got a we got a pretty good stretch coming out after break. Um, of some really tough teams to play coming up even then too. Well, that Connor Strand is a big, uh, I feel like he's important uh, because uh, uh, he gives you a little bit of what Vivito always gives you, you know, but he needs a little spot and he needs a little help once in a while. He's just a kind of a big, strong kid. And I don't know that he always has a lot of stats you can point to, but I uh, always feel like he helps us out a lot. Uh, your team's kind of exciting. I, I've seen them several times play and they're a very exciting team, especially when things are gelling and they're hitting those shots and uh, they're attacking that basket, uh, uh, that's it's a uh, it's it's been a great uh, season so far. But tell me some of the defensive leaders on the team. Well, defensively, like I talked with Billy Kindred, he's he's one of our top rebounders. He's averaging about ten or eleven points a rebound, uh, rebounds a game. Evan Vinito does a nice job rebounding him. Cole Kindred um, is an excellent kid with steals and things like that. I don't have all my stats here right in front of me, so I don't exactly have numbers on them. But they, you know, those guys have just, you know, they bought into being able to play defense um, and do some things like that and rebound that that really helps the team out. And, you know, I think that makes everything successful for us too. And and we'll just, you know, we'll continue to rely on that. But I, I, I kind of agree, I kind of agree with you. Um, our offensive side of the thing always looks a little better than our defense. We seem to, we seem to gel a little more at the offensive end of the, of the floor than the defensive end. But, you know, not some nights we're able to shut some guys down, but against the good, the real, real good teams, that's where we got to continue to be able to go score. Cause that's what's kind of hurt us against Waco and Linville Soli is, is we weren't able to score and keep up with those teams when we need to be able to. And part of that comes from turning the ball over. We just, we need to, we need to do a better job of taking care of the basketball and not, and not turning it over. And I think as we just continue to get more experience playing with each other, um, that that'll happen. And, you know, hopefully that will help things out. And, and then that makes because when you score, then your defense plays a little bit harder. Um, it's a lot easier to get after it when, when you've seen the ball go through the basket. And so I think that kind of fuels us where a lot of teams like to see their defense fuel their offense. Like our offense has to fuel our defense a little bit more. Well, I think that Cole Kindred is really improving. He, he seems to uh, maybe his leadership seems to be a little stronger. His ball distribution seems to be a little bit better. His scoring seems to be a little bit better. Uh, what, what what's going on with him? Why is why is he making so much uh, improvement this season? Well, I just think another year of experience. Um, you know, he played he played he started last year. I think just you know knowing the things that he needs to take care of needs to get the ball to people and needs to get them scoring and he knows when he needs, when he needs to go try and get a basket. Um, you know, so I, I just think a year of experience has really helped him out tremendously. And, and just, you know, I mean, just 
with the ball in your hand all the time, you have to be able to make the right decisions. Um, we talked early in the year when game when him and Sawyer both had seven point seven seven turnovers apiece in the game, and I just told him, I said, you know, I can't have that out of you two guys. You know, it's just it's one of those things. You guys are you guys are handling the ball all the time. You can't you can't turn it over because um, then nobody else gets a chance to touch it and things like that. So I think both of those guys have have improved with their with their leadership abilities on that aspect of it. But Cole's a real quiet kid. He doesn't really say a whole lot. He kind of leads in his play does does his talk for him. Where whereas Sawyer is more of a talker and tell you know trying to get to, telling people where to get to and and that's one of the things we've we've worked on a lot this year is our communication because uh, that's that's a big key to our defense too is you got to be able to communicate with each other so everybody knows where you're at so i think over break our, i think we've gotten better at that so hopefully when we come out after christmas break and you know play some of these other teams that, that we'll be ready to show that off well i thought sawyer uh really played well against linville solely his dribbling seemed to be uh a little uh, more on point, uh, his penetration, uh, his, his, you know, it was, it was hard to find guys to get open and, and they've got so many big wide bodies and they're so big and so strong. But uh, uh, I thought, I thought that it was a much better than, than the, the Waco game in particular, I guess. Uh, Waco just seemed to kind of dominate us uh, massively, but uh, Linville Soy, though, you guys were in that game and uh, uh, I, I really feel like maybe you springboard a little bit off of that, that, uh, uh, performance. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I think that's going to help us down the stretch. I mean, playing these good teams is always going to help you. I mean, yeah, Waco just came out and kind of, like I said, you know, if it was a if it was a boxing match, we were we were out in round one. Um, <laughs> Lindell Sully, they they put a lot of body punches to us, but we kind of held in there with them and and did what we needed to do to to contain it. We just never could get over that hump after we fell down in the second quarter. But I think Sawyer's had Sawyer's realizing that you know guys are they're going to come out and guard him you know, 25 feet from the basket. So he's he's worked really hard on his stuff of being able to drive to the basket. And what now I've been working on him, he's always wanted to try and finish. I keep telling him, I said, you know, if somebody else is coming in to pick you up, you got a postman wide open. And I think that's going to open Evan up even more here um, in the second half of the season where Sawyer can get by his guy, pick up Evan's man, picks him up, boom, dropped off to the big guys inside between Evan and Billy and Connor and Aiden and get those guys some more baskets too. And, I just hope that's one of the things. I know he's been working on it hard here over the break to to recognize when he needs to pass the ball and when he needs to try and score. So I think that's one of the things that's going to help us out quite a bit. And and we'll just hopefully, like I said, just keep improving. We we obviously know we're not at the level of some of these other top teams. And, and you know, that's our goal right now is to, to get there. And when we come back after break, you know, we're going to play Montezuma and North Mahaska and Hillcrest Academy, which – those are three three top programs right there again too. Then you know that's going to be a good gauge for us to see where we're at. Yeah, your schedule is is a strong one, uh, and that, that makes your record so much more uh, impressive. Well, let's just stay with just the conference games for right now, and let's talk about the second half of the season and uh, what, what 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 what's going on with the conference. I think you're still in first place in the conference, aren't you? Well, we are first on the east side. Um, the Glendale Soles our overall conference leader right now. They went through their side. They were able to beat North Mahaska and they beat Montezuma. So they they are undefeated in the conference. We got one loss in the conference right now. So we're basically sitting in second place alone. Um, North Mah- well, I guess I'm sorry, tied with North Mahaska. North Mahaska has one loss also. Um, so that's going to be that's going to be. I mean, in our Montezuma game, we open up on Tuesday. That's going to be a huge one. There's, they got two losses from their side on the on the west and. Now that now we're playing everybody on the east one time, we only play them one time on the east. 
So you get one opportunity to try and beat those teams and, you know, see where you're at there. So that's, that's going to be a big, huge game up at their place when we open up right after the break on Tuesday. And, and then the following Tuesday, we got North Mahaska at our place. Um, and then, you know, you, you always look at those other games in between. we got HLV on Friday, and that's a trap. We don't want that to be a trap game where we come out and don't play very well. And, you know, obviously looking at some of the other teams in the conference where you know you're playing. Um, so we want to make sure that doesn't happen. And then we play Colfax Mingo, who's on the other side. Um, who I don't I don't know if they've got a win or not yet. I think they might either have one in the conference or none. And then, obviously, we play Saturday against Hillcrest Academy, where, again, we want to step out of, out of conference and see what happens there. But And then we'll go back to, after that Colfax game, we'll go back to playing everybody again on our side and, and hopefully hopefully have the same success that we had the first time. And well, we do give out a, they give out a plaque for, a little placard for your, for your um, trophy case if you get, if you, the winners of the East and the West, and then obviously the overall conference champions decided by all the games. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, let's talk about, there's two games in particular I want to talk about, uh, the Montezuma game, and then this uh, North Mahaska. I'm really told that North Mahaska has an outstanding players, that this basically, without even losing any players to graduation, they, they, they return a team that went to the state tournament last year. Uh, so what about Montezuma and uh, uh, North Mahaska? Well, Montezuma's got, I mean, and they're two basically set different teams because Montezuma is just loaded with guards. Um, they get, they got, uh, Mason Schreer back. Who's, who's one of the top guards in the conference. They got a freshman kid in Brady Bolton. That's, that's averaging about 16 and a half points a game. Uh, Gavin Strong, they got three or four seniors that are guards that have been playing a long time. Um, and have had, have had great success. You know, they've had, they've had the Watts kid there for a while and his older brother was on the state champion team. Uh, the Shreer's older brother was on the state champion team a couple years ago. So those guys, have, they've had a lot of success the last, you know, five to six years. And, and it's, it's been, you know, it's been fun for us to play them and battle them and see where we're at. And unfortunately, they beat us the last four or five times. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're going to be gunning for that one pretty hard. Because um, before that, about the last eight, ten, eight games before that last four game run that we were able to beat them. So it's been kind of back and forth, up and down. So. We're looking forward to that, but we're going to have to really be able to defend guards in that game. And then you go to North Mahaska, and now you're defending big guys because um, they got a couple of six five, six six kids that play. Uh, Lane Harmon's a great guard that plays for them, and like you said, they they came from the from the state uh, state tournament team last year. Um, returned most of their guys, a lot of seniors. Um, you know, so it's going to be tough, but but we'll we'll look forward to the challenge. Well, yeah, and if you can get. Uh... You get a win against uh, any one of that Montezuma, North Mahaska, Hillcrest Academy uh, types. You're really doing something, and and uh, as you are with you, just seems to be playing a lot of a lot of great games. Well, Coach, uh, this I really enjoyed talking to you. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about? No, I think we're pretty good. I'm sure we'll we'll touch base again here soon too. Again, I hope. Well, we'll be uh, calling the game against North Mahaska. Um, uh, that's a big rivalry, in it? North Mahaska and Kyoto? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah, we've had some, some some different stuff going on, not only just in, in basketball, but I know the baseball games last year got pretty heated, and the last couple of years I think they've had walk-off home runs to win those games. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, in the, in the basketball games, uh, a couple of years ago we were able to beat them by one point at their place and got us a conference championship out of it. So, yeah, it's turned into, it's turned into quite a rivalry for us, and, and then, like you said, when you only play these teams on the West one time, it, it just makes those games that much more important. 
you know, because you only get you only got to beat them once, or or and you and you got the bragging rights for a year. So we'll see how that goes. I just remember that last year, the last time they were here with the baseball team, uh, they they sent the bus driver out, told him gas up the bus. We're we're coming home with the victory, and then all of a sudden, with two outs in the bottom of the last inning, O'Kane well, Clarahan jacks a home run over the left field wall for a three-run homer to win that game. That was uh, yep. Uh, I just that's the kind of level of uh, entertainment you're going to get when these two yep. schools go at each other. I'm sure it's going to be so exciting, and uh, we'll be uh, looking forward. You hope your team your team gets some rest and and uh, maybe heal up some nagging injuries and get their body some uh, uh, downtime. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll talk to you. See you next Friday or yep. January. All right. Bye. Yep.